Welcome to another episode of the No Time for Time Travel podcast, where a podcast for nerds by nerds. Joining me all the way from France is Kwa. Bonjour. And if you guys don't know, uh, we usually uh, record an episode about some topic you guys suggest for us. But this week, we're going to be talking about the Nintendo Direct that was released uh, last week. And it is a big release about uh, Super Mario and all of the 35th anniversary stuff. So that's going to be our main topic today. Um, but yeah, before we get started with that, Kwa, how you been doing? Uh, good. Uh, I slowly started going climbing again, and it's very weird. Like, I'm, I'm like super skeptical and super careful most of the time, but then, like, I, I don't know. I feel like I need it, but I, I, I don't know. It's a weird feeling. So, you know how, like, climbing, you have chalk to, like, rub on your hands, right? So, yeah, then, yeah. so nowadays, do people bring hand sanitizer to rub on their hands? Actually, actually, they do uh, provide um, hand, hand sanitizers there as well. Uh, so like at the, the common area, so like when people finish or whatever, uh, but they they don't use like loose chalk. They use uh, called liquid chalk. It's, it's used uh, with a loose chalk. Uh, loose chalk is like I guess a uh, powdered chalk that you uh, and they use it uh, uh, in conjoint with it so that it would just stick more chalk. And loose chalk is kind of I mean sorry, liquid chalk is kind of like alcohol based as well. So you rub it on your it's like your gel. You rub it on your uh, hands and after it becomes dry it becomes like a powder-ish sort of thing I don't, I don't know what's what's something comparative to it but it dries out as chalk <laughs> i see okay so that's actually cool so there is alcohol already in the liquid chalk it's yeah. like dual purpose yeah yeah but uh yeah it's really weird because like i I think me and maybe one or two other people in there actually uh, climb with their masks on. Everybody else just climb without it. I mean, it's understandable because oh. it's it's hard. But yeah, but then if you yeah. don't wear your mask and you're breathing hard, then you're spreading stuff onto the climbing pieces, right? Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. So I, I normally just like climb a few things. Don't touch my. Don't touch anything. Go to. <laughs> Go clean my hands or like or hand sanitizer and then repeat and I just stay there with my be cautious. <laughs> so so you also see people there like just climb up and clean too? Uh what do you mean go up there and clean? Like um I think I heard over here that the climbing gym, uh every so often a worker will climb and then clean at the same time. Oh, um it's common uh before, but it's not as you would think, uh, before uh, people would uh, clean, it's more like there's a lot of uh, chalk buildup onto like, the, the holds. So it's more like they brush it off. Oh, when there's a lot of holes, it becomes slippery. Kind of like if there's um, a lot of dirt uh, or after the rain, like there's a lot of dirt sort of thing. So it become, uh, the thing could become slippery. So if you brush it off, it's kind of like brushing it off to the original um, texture to give it more grip. I don't know like oh. it, how it is over there, like if it's actually cleaning, cleaning, because it's not going to happen because our hands are dirty. All the yeah, time. yeah, I heard about that, but I don't believe it. I, I think maybe the general um, public doesn't understand that, you know, when you're clean, you got to use a certain amount of alcohol and you got to use, yeah. like, you know, stuff to actually kill the bacteria and viruses versus just wiping it and moving stuff around, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, it's a lot like... I understand they they clean afterwards, like closing time and beginning time, that sort of thing. But I don't see it during, at least when I go anyways. Yeah. 
Yeah, so yeah. that's interesting. But then again, you guys are a different state than we where we are. So um, it's it's true. But we're also in our second uh, like on our second wave, and people are not taking it as seriously anymore, or they're they're, yeah. they're fed up with with the mass situation, even though they know that it's it's needed. Yeah. I, I, I even heard um, news of like uh, a lot of European countries, uh, UK, uh, Italy, Italy, no. Germany, uh, and even in Paris, um, there is like uh, held protests about the mass, about wanting to go back into confinement, uh, or not into uh, quarantine again, and about uh, mass. I'm like, are you, are you kidding me? I think I showed you like the 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 picture too. I don't know, but it's just like, it's so stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're wearing masks to protest masks. Like, that was weird. Yeah, because I don't. I was like, I was so confused because I'm like, in some like the clips that I saw, they didn't wear masks. I'm like, okay. And then some other clips they used, they were the like, people arguing with like police, uh, and they were wearing masks. One guy had like a double mask, one in the front, and the back one was just the beef with vendetta mask. He had the guy box <laughs> mask. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. So I, I was like, I don't understand this, and. Uh, I noticed it happened like with a few of my colleagues, the, the mental process of my colleague as well. Uh, like they, we talked about it and it's just like, oh man, I don't know if the economy can, can handle like another confinement because we see like stores closing and everything. But I'm like, I, I don't get what's the big idea. Uh, like what's the big deal about it? Just wear a mask, get it over with and save a life for five. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and they, they know about it too. They say like, it's kind of like a, they, they even said like, oh, this is kind of like a, a first world problem. It's like, oh, it's only like other uh, countries are, uh, are like in worse situations. Uh, and like all we have to do, all like the, at least in France have to do is just wear a mask uh, since it's mandatory at the moment. It's, yeah. 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 It's, it's tough. Cause like, yeah, the, there are both sides of it. Like the economy being so bad that people can go into poverty and die that way too without healthcare. Right. So it's, it's like, it's tough. It's it's very tough to see. Like it's short term versus long term, right? Right. So yeah, I mean, I'm obviously all about the mask part because I also work directly in healthcare, mm-hmm. um, and I see that you know that stuff happen. Like bad things happen without the mask. But you know, it's people who are not in healthcare. They they're more about like uh, you know their businesses, their um, their uh, economy, like surviving that way. They may not ha- yeah. not have money to pay rent and things like that. So yeah. it's like each person's priorities are different. Oh yeah, I definitely understand. And, and I, I'm like well aware like people are deadly afraid of the, the quarantine or like going back into quarantine again because not uh, not everybody faced that isolation before. So it's just like a, a very, it's one of those things where you, if you haven't experienced before, it's a big shock for you and it can show that you are well adapted for that situation or it's not it's not like the kind of environment that you uh you want to be in uh for long term so it's like it puts people a lot of i guess tension on them uh so i totally understand where they're coming from with that situation it's just the be being not being able to go out or do anything uh or just be contained in your home is definitely hard on a lot of people and especially if you're like uh single and don't and are living with uh, are living by yourself is a lot harder for most people. So I, I can really I can uh, feel for them or empathize with them uh, uh, about why they they don't want to go back into quarantine or wear a mask and just 
say like you know what I give up I just want to I just want to live now and even though it's <clears throat> even though it's more dangerous yeah and then other people like me who's been anti-social most of my life I'm like I've been waiting for this <laughs> excellent <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah I know that there's a lot of memes about like uh introverts versus extroverts like <laughs> introverts they're like this is my time to shine I can do so many things and, and then extroverts yep. like let me out let me out let me out let me out <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I I ended up being more extroverted throughout the years um mostly because mm-hmm. of my career Right. But like being indoors now and being on lockdown has reminded me how much I enjoy just not being out and about yeah. and, you know, not being out there networking and not being out there. I mean, it's great to network. It's great to expand like the people I know yeah. and everything, but it's very draining for me. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine it. it's like this is like your because then you I know like you've been super active like before pre COVID you were like super active everywhere in the community. So for you, this is like I can finally rest. Uh, this this is what relaxation feels like. It's like all that uh, I guess adrenaline you've built up over the years just like finally died out and everything just caught up to you. Like I like this. I will sit here. Well, I mean it's half right because I yeah. I'm still as active uh, because everything has been converted to online. But True. it's it's so much better this way because I'm still the same level of activeness, but with mm. less effort because I don't have to drive anywhere. That's true. So uh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I remember that was like the biggest thing for you because because you were so active and uh, in a lot of uh, communities, you drove around, around quite a lot. And I'm pretty yeah. sure you drove around practically at least half uh, a full-time work week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty if much. Not more. <laughs> and um, it's it's also nice now because without the drive and uh, not having to get ready to go out or dress professionally, yeah. it's just so much better. You know, oh, it's, yeah, it's a lot easier to do the same things I can get done. Um, like I've always been about remote stuff and going mm-hmm. virtual, but then that was not the norm. But now it's been forced as the norm and it's like, I'm so much more efficient. So yeah, yeah. no, no, I, I totally agree with you. It's, it's just, uh, the, the whole, I agree with you with the whole, like being dressed and everything. And, and by that, I mean like during the summer, it was super hot. And then it's like, Oh my God, I walk around with like no shirt on and just shorts. I don't need to go out. I don't need to wear a shirt for a while. <laughs> I like, I feel so liberated. And then yeah. now, and then whenever I have to go grocery, it's like, oh, putting on a shirt. Yeah, it's yeah. Work. <laughs> hey, hey, what's the temperature and weather like over there right now? Uh, right now it's actually better. Um, it's down to like maybe 75, 80 degrees. Oh, that's nice. So yeah, over here yeah. this weekend, like where I'm at, it's uh, 109. Geez, still? Holy crap. Yeah, it's uh, 109 here. And then just in Brea, which is like about, what, 10, 15 minutes away. Um, yeah. My friends have been experiencing like 112, 113. Jeez, is this with uh, humidity or is it dry, normal California one? I don't know because I'm staying inside. I'm not stepping outside. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's it, one of the benefits. Yeah, it's pretty okay. bad. It's like a heat wave right now, this weekend. It should be fine tomorrow, but this weekend's pretty bad everywhere. Yeah, but I mean, not even this weekend. It's like the past month with you guys, right? Because I know yeah. like California nice. been has been hot during the summer at least. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like Mother Nature being like, hey, hey, guys, remember global warming? Hey, hey, we're still here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, I knew like California has been like, a, I guess like a, a central for like heat in, in a way, but it was never like humid. It was just dry. Yeah, I think the last time we had a heat wave like this a few weeks ago, I stepped outside and felt like going into a sauna. Yeah, I, I hate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway. Let's let's uh, let's move on from talking about like these weird stuff happening in real life, and let's yeah, just talk about video yeah. games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more fun things. Let's go. <laughs> yes. All right. So um, this past week, uh, Nintendo released the 35th um, anniversary like announcement about mm-hmm. Super Mario. So Nintendo Switch is going to have a bunch of new things. What I'm a little confused about, I don't know if you know this, but it's like a limited time. It's not like offered the entire time for some of these things. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Until like the third, March some 31st, something that March something yeah. of next year. So did you like, so So there's that time period of the game. Uh, they said it's like a temporary um, access. So I yeah. don't know if like that access is like temporary in terms of you can only play it during that period. So you pay the full price for the game, but you only have until March to play it. Or if it's like you get it during this period and you keep it forever, you know? Yeah, that that's why I was like wondering about it as well when they said like for limited time, oh, you get it for limited time. But they also said mentioned like uh, being able to play for a limited time. So I s- assume that you only could play for it like, a, like only for like a few months, but that doesn't make sense at all. It's like, a, yeah, uh, so I don't, I don't really know uh, what's going to be because you know, I'll read you one of the things that sadly it will only be playable until uh, end of March 2021. So, mm. I don't know if it's if it's certain games that uh, can do it, uh, or if it's just like those um, converted games for a limited time. So it might be uh, it might be like free, possibly for for uh, what you call it for people oh. with the subscription already. Yeah, that's why I assume there's there's some games on there that are free. So uh, let's talk about some of the games. So the first one I want to say is the the free one, which is the the Super Mario 35, was it? Super Mario Brothers 35. Do you know much about that? I'm trying to remember which one. There was a lot of Mario. I'm trying to remember which one that was. Was that the <laughs> one where it's like uh, uh, Tetris 99? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, it sounds cool. I, I, I don't know. Like, we're basically all... The idea is that we're all playing Super Mario Bros. the first one and um, going through the game. And I guess as you progress you send attacks of Goombas to the other players. Right. So it's interesting. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it's the entire Super Mario Bros. 1 game, so I, I don't know how people will play it. Like, the, you know, like Last Man Standing? Yeah. Thing? Like, the, like Tetris 99, it, it makes sense because games are fast. They don't right. last beyond, what, 10 minutes or so because... Yeah. someone will die <laughs> you know yeah um, but like mario bros is a little bit weirder because the game the game itself is very long you know no i totally agree and even then like when people try to speed run normally they already die <laughs> yeah without any interference so it's like people are more, more likely to feel like people are more likely to die but I, I i don't know how it will be like redesigned in some way yeah actually it, it needs work. to be because otherwise yeah. people are not going to move forward from the first screen. They just stand there and wait. Yeah. So I don't know how it's going to work out. It's an interesting concept, but at the same time, I'm not really interested because all I can think about is like, so it's, it's 
Tetris 99, but yeah. Mario skin. Actually, I think the way they can make it work is that if they have the screen move forward um, slowly. Yeah, yeah. So it's always pushing the people forward. So they have to yeah. move. Yeah, yeah. And you can go faster if you want, but then you can't go back. Yeah, hmm, yeah. Maybe that'll work. It's an interesting concept that I just want to see how it plays out. From uh, the first impression, I'm not really too thrilled about it. It's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> it was like, okay, that's, that's unique, I guess. Do you play, um, do you play any of the, te- I forgot if you can play the online stuff on, on your Switch. Uh, I could, but I haven't played a lot of it yet. I tried to play like the Tetris 99 and everything. Uh, and that was interesting, that's fun. Uh, but yeah, I didn't play the, the SNES or the Mario or the regular uh, NES one yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. So the next one, let me see. Let me go back to this list. Game & Watch Super Mario Bros. So have you heard of what the Game & Watch was like a long time ago? No, a long time ago, no. I just, to be honest, my first, I saw like the video of it and it's like, and it's my first time hearing about it. And from what I saw, all I could think about was like, it's in modern time, it's, it's the Switch. We'll find another Switch, but then with Mario only games on it. Yeah, so do you know, um, you played Super Mario Bros, right? Not sorry, yeah. uh, uh, Super Smash Bros. Yes. Do you remember Game & Watch, Mr. Game & Watch? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the original Game & Watch was like a, one of the very first like handheld things that Nintendo had. Um, it's like the old LCD type of games. Yeah. And it, it's in like that handheld thing where it can be a watch, like a clock or mm-hmm. playing a game. And that was the whole premise of that device. Um, mm. It was like pre-Game Boy. So that's why they were like doing this as a nostalgic thing where you have this game and watch. Now you could play Super Mario Bros. games on it as part of the, you know, the whole 35th anniversary. You got to play the original, you got to play Lost Levels, and you got to play a special, uh, a special game and watch game that has a Super Mario makeover on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do agree with you. It seems odd because this is more like just a collector's because mm-hmm. it's no different than playing a, a handheld device now like the Switch, but yeah. you know, more limited. You only have Super Mario stuff. So Yeah, yeah. It, it's just, I think it's just like a, a weird era for it to come out. Uh, just be, uh, like the Nintendo and the Super Nintendo, and I think even the Sega Genesis, it more or less work now because it's still like, uh, considered console-ish. It is a collectible for sure, but it, it definitely uh, it, it's not something that the Switch is used to uh, making. I guess it's like you don't really have a, con- a two-handed controller uh, for uh, I guess like the Nintendo or Super Nintendo. It, it does, but I mean like the, it doesn't have like a a big uh, controller that you would use normally. Yeah. So. I, I mean, it's it's cool. Like when I was looking at the device, it just, it actually looks and feels, it looks like it would feel like those devices that are um, the the knockoff, like handheld machines. Right. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it has the same texture. It has the same shape. It has everything the same. So yeah. it's it's funny. And let me, how, let me see, how much is this? It's $49.99 and it's going to be limited production. Wow. And it has um, 35 little Easter eggs and touches with the device to to recognize the 35th anniversary of Super Mario. So I thought that was cool. Uh, yeah. So there's something for people to look for, you know? Yeah. But, um, oh, it's, it's definitely great as a collectible. But aside from that, I don't see it as anything else 
Yeah, I don't know what else there is with this. But um, it's going to be available November 13th, so people can start getting it around then. Yep. Um, let's see. Anything else? Let's see the next one. Uh, this one is, let's see, uh, Super Mario 3D World. So Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. Um, actually, it was uh, if you logged into your Switch on the Switch store, it has that as available for pre-order right now. And oh. it's a combination of, the 3D Super Mario games. So I forgot, let me see. I think it was Sunshine that was in it, right? Was Sunshine in it? I don't remember. Let me see. Possibly. I'm looking it up. Uh, yes. Okay. So the games are Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and then Super Mario Galaxy. It's, so, it's so weird because I keep thinking Galaxy was already on Switch. I know, right? It was just one generation ago. It was on the Wii. Yeah, it was, it's a Wii, but it's just like, isn't it on Switch already? But yeah, yeah. It's Actually, so odd. two generations ago, because the Wii U was after the Wii, but... but was yeah. it? Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, nobody liked it. But, but the thing, too, that I was like, kind of like, okay, you're doing a Super Mario 3D world, right? Or Super Mario Galaxy 2. <laughs> you just yeah. completely skipped over that. Yeah. Yeah, did you play um, any of those games back then? I did not. Uh, I only played, I think, like, a lot of Mario parties and just, like, the classic uh, Mario's. I haven't played in, like, the new system or anything at all. It looks cool, like, the Galaxy and everything. It looks really cool. Oh, yeah, Galaxy is fun. I played a little bit of that. Um, I never had time to actually play the whole thing. Um, (laughs) Super Mario 64, I never owned. I actually only played it at Fry's Electronics. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Back when they had those demo stations. Um the the Super Mario sixty four you know, N sixty four was a weird system because like when you bought the system it came with no games. Yeah. So it was like n- not one of those systems where it they shoehorn in the mascot game. So that's why I missed Super Mario sixty four, because it was not part of the bundle. Oh um, yeah. Cause I had NES and I had Mario that came with it. Like you know, Genesis had Sonic come with it and other stuff like that. So I didn't yeah. have anything with N64. Yeah. No, I agree. I think I was similar to you. I only played some of, of 64 in like Fry's or Target or Walmart, any of those convenience stores. Or not convenience stores, any of those stores. I mean, they're, they're convenient. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they categorize as anymore, really. Yeah. What is this Bowser's Fury thing? I I saw that and I don't know what that is. Bowser's Fury. I don't know. I haven't seen a lot of it. Hmm. Yeah, because it says Super Mario 3D World's collection plus Bowser's Fury. So it looks like Bowser's Fury might be a new game. I don't know. I'm looking might it up. Be? I can't find anything about it. Bowser's Fury. I mean, there's this video I could probably watch. I think it, it was one of the newer ones. Because uh, I see it like, or no, maybe it's not it. Because I'm thinking um, that was when he had like the the which call it the the cat uh, Mario. The what Mar- cat? What do you mean cat Mario? I'm trying to think if that's when the, when the cat Mario was introduced. Like the, you know how like Mario has different outfits. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's one year where one version where like the Mario turned to cat. I don't remember which version it is in Galaxy or is it something else? It could be Galaxy, but it's weird because I saw the trailer just now for Bowser's Fury and yeah. it's just a picture of a cat in front of a cat statue. <laughs> so I don't know what that means. Is there any like gameplay? Bowser's Fury gameplay. It's like very, very hidden. I, I don't know what this is. Huh. Interesting. Maybe that's how they get them. It's like, oh, it's something new, possibly. Maybe. Um, or maybe it's something that we just never saw before. Let me see. Special launch up. Oh, it's an expansion pack. Oh. Huh. 
Okay, I guess. That's interesting. Never heard of a Mario game with like an expansion pack kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, well, that's coming out. Uh, let me see. What else? Not only do the games have optimized, but it also comes with a special in-game music player. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Um, okay, so next thing is what you want to talk about is the, uh, what's it called? The um, the AR one, the the Super Mario oh, yeah. Kart. Super Mario Kart Home something. It's home Circuit. Yeah, I don't know the title. What was yeah, it? I just guessed that one, really. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, it's, that one is a actually looks really cool for me. What did you think about it when you saw the, the gameplay or like the, the trailer for it, Tony? Um, actually, it's called Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, so you're pretty close. Okay. <laughs> it, it was cool. It's it's one of those things that's very novel. It's like, it's, yes. it's reeks of Nintendo because <laughs> they're always doing something really different. Yeah. But the thing that I, it's like I'll play it once and I don't think I'll play it again because the thing is, you can't drift with these vehicles in real life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's my first thought as well. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, but I drift all the time, even on straightaways. I drift because you get a speed boost after a drift. Like, that's, I don't know if I could play this in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Um, there's a lot of things that I saw that were cool. Uh, like the, the concept of it is really cool, but it, it's like breaking it down more. It's kind of like what you said, Tony. It's like, well, how does it go for like drifting and how does it work for like running into things like off the circuit? How would that work? Oh, yeah, I didn't uh, think about that. I was immediately just thinking about drifting. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> like, that's my biggest thing with the game. So, uh, yeah. Um, it's a technical marvel, though, that they're able to do this with, uh, with AR controls, you know, or AR programming. Yeah, no, I think uh, the technology in itself, it's like a, a step in the right direction for AR. Because uh, before we were like, we're so limited to, to thinking that it's only um, within our phones that are currently available. And AR and like stuff you have, you need to be like, uh, you need to have a remote or on you like a phone all the time. So even if you have it on Switch, you uh, I would always think like, okay, you have to either like, I don't know, have something that can uh, some use the camera or some sort and just always play on your thing and you just be limited to where you are. But being uh, attaching it to like an actual vehicle and broadening it a bit more made it uh, a cool, I guess, a cool concept or like a technical marvel uh, in a way that makes it like a great for upcoming games and whatnot. Yeah, I think like, I think I heard of something like this before. Like maybe it was a rumor and then most people were like, not believing it because it's like no like how can you do that and other people were like no that sounds like nintendo <laughs> like it, is, it would yeah, do something yeah. like that um but yeah like what's cool about this is that you know as kids when we were kids we were playing like with rc cars yeah yeah now kids can play with rc cars again but now they actually play it through a video game con like concept too yeah see the thing i thought about the drifting was like i know you can drift with rc cars but it's like, I don't know how they set up it because the when I saw the design of the cars, it's just looked very primitive. So I don't know how how simple they made it, but it would be really awesome if uh, they, they made it kind of like uh, actual RC car driftings or RC, RC car drifting RC cars, RC cars that can drift, whatever, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and it's kind of like, it will teach the kids or adults, uh, the players, uh, a way to do it in somewhat real life as well. So if you control it, you can more or less do the same. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, that, that would be pretty cool if they were able to do that. I don't know if they would invest a lot of time into that um, because, yeah. you know, they, they do things. I wouldn't say it's half-assed, but it's, it's more of like they do as much as they can as a company, but their company is still focused on gaming, you know? Yeah. Like the Ring Fit was amazing. Ring Fit was really great, but at the same time, it has its limitations too. It doesn't, you know, track your heart rate. It doesn't do um, vitals or anything like that because they're like Nintendo is a gaming company that, you know, happens to venture into these other things. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know if they would like put in the time and technology to um, do R&D into like actual making this game look like like control a real RC car that drifts but making the controls easy so that it drifts in real life that's usually hard to do you know oh yeah 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 but regardless i thought out of all the nintendo stuff or like the mario stuff that was like the the biggest uh, wow factor compared to everything else because everything else for me was just like okay so it's just going to be uh, ported to the switch Cool, cool, cool. And then it's like, oh, okay, something actually new that's exciting for and different uh, for, I guess, like the Nintendo or Mario franchise. Yeah, I just, I just think of like the board meetings where like these games are decided, right? Like for Sony or for Microsoft, they're like, what's our biggest franchise? All right, this franchise, let's take it and make it bigger and make a sequel. And then Nintendo's like, oh, you guys, you guys remember RC cars? Hey, hey, let's do that. <laughs> you know, it's like it's totally, completely different mindset. But that's what, what keeps them fresh and surviving against these big, super rich and highly technically advanced competitors, you know? Yeah, no, I totally agree. Uh, it, it's, it's one of those things where it works, uh, but at some point, like, you got to push the boundaries a bit to, to make it like lucrative, or at least like, it seems like you're, you're trying. <laughs> Taking risk, I think, because the other companies yeah. don't really take risk. They do this, more of the same thing on a grander scale. Exactly. I, I totally agree with you. And it's just, it, it, that's why it felt so refreshing. Even though, like Nintendo, it, like we said, like we we can uh, nitpick it and say, like, is that like, oh, it doesn't look like a drift. And I say, like, oh, what happen if all this stuff happens? But I'm glad they're attempting it. Even even if it fails, it's like a step towards. And even if they might not succeed, I think it might be like better for the gaming community in general because now it's like, oh yeah, we could take this idea. But I, now that we have this idea, we can try to uh, use a better technology that we had before, blah, 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 and see what we can do with that. Yeah, if you can actually think back about Nintendo, it's really interesting. Um, let's think back about PlayStation first. So PlayStation, their innovations were CD-based and then DVD-based, making DVD the common uh, media, then making Blu-ray the common media. Uh, and then you go to... and then. Yeah, and then they do some VR. And then Microsoft innovation was, I think the only thing I remember is the Kinect, um, right? Is that the only thing? Do you know anything else from Microsoft? Mm. On the console side. Yeah, um, yeah I'm trying to think that was it. Oh, and then Xbox Live, the, the online service. Oh, is that? Okay. Yeah, so. that, yeah, that was a big innovation for them. Because of them, that's how Sony started charging for money. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know like what... I kind of like uh, the online thing kind of blurred for me because I didn't know when it started what and what or who started what yeah well so uh sony started online service first but xbox microsoft started premium service which was way more invested into it so they had a better infrastructure and then that's how playstation plus came along um to kind of compete with that so you know you look think about that those are the innovations now you look at nintendo nintendo what like just even going back to only like the the gamecube era starting from there 
they had like the discs that were smaller. Um, I don't I don't remember what they're called. Then the Wii came along, which is like full on motion control. And then during the Wii, you got like the Wii Fit board or something for fitness. And then like you go into the Wii U era, which it started playing with the idea of a a screen on your controller and then the screen on the TV. Mm-hmm. And then a- after that, then they got the Nintendo Switch, which is basically taking the Wii U further and then making it a complete like switch between the two and then still doing the Joy-Con motion control and 3D vibration, which I don't know if you experienced yet, but that thing is like super crazy when you do play the right game. Um, and then they released the Ring Fit and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they did the kind of failed, but the cardboard one. The, yeah, yeah. The, oh yeah, what's it called? I forgot what it was called. Lab? Nintendo Lab? Something yeah, like yeah. Um, and then they also now are innovating with the AR, with the, the live Mario Kart. Like you could see, oh, you know, failed attempts too, like Virtual Boy. But you could see that Nintendo has been trying to take risks every single generation. Like they're taking yeah. multiple risks. So yeah. it's, it's cool. It's, I don't know. It's like, it feels like they try harder. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, uh, because the Game Boy was such a big hit, like uh, we, people, I'm sure like people or like other companies see there's like some sort of investment in handheld and they made an uh, investment to that, uh, such as Game Gear, uh, which was the Sony one, whatever it's called. PSP? SP, yeah, yeah, PSP. And it's great to, to see that. Like, even like when, when, so I think Sony itself, like when they did PSP, that's like a big thing for them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Who, who's to say like uh, if Nintendo tried to uh, make something better out of Sony, or if they were, or if Sony was inspired by like, Game Boy stuff, who know? But it's it's kind of like those ideas where it's like a, the concept of lightning in a bottle, where it's just like yeah, your ideas like a lightning in a bottle. You don't want to keep it; you want to just uh, let it free for everybody uh, and just share it all around. Yeah, yeah, no, that that's true. Um, yeah, it. But it's also funny. Nintendo was responsible for PlayStation, so I don't know if you remember this, but. Um, the Nintendo, so Sega had Sega CD and then, uh, Nintendo worked with Sony to make like a super SNES, like a CD version add on, uh-huh. but then they, something happened. I don't know what happened, but a uh, falling out occurred. And then Sony was like, Oh shoot, we have this game system thing that we can't do anything. Let's just make a game system out of it. And that's how the first PlayStation was started. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. so yeah, I mean like in a way, Nintendo, <laughs> because of their innovation, they accidentally created PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm really, like, that's one of the things I, I love about Nintendo. It's just like they try to do something uh, that's out there, even though that looks cheesy or it might be stupid and, or it might even fail financially. It's more of like they, it just sparks idea for people who, who sees it. Yeah, I, I think the Switch was like, they knew the market. They knew like the how everybody's busy. Like they mm-hmm. they assessed the market very well to like make that hard decision on the switch. And the switch too was like I was scared for them because what they ended up doing was they killed their handheld market and merged it into the console market. So mm-hmm. they, they didn't have two markets anymore. It was just one market on the switch. That was it. So I was scared for them. I didn't know that was the right business move, but they went all in and it. It worked out really well. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm glad that they're taking this. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, that was our recap for uh, the Nintendo Direct with the 35th anniversary. Was there anything I missed? Uh, no, I think that's the majority of it. Okay, cool. 
All right, so the Mario 3D collection is going to be available um, until, from September 18th, but it will re be removed from the sale for, on March 31st, 2021. So that's the Super Mario 3D All-Stars collection. So, yeah. So if you're interested, be sure to check it out before it goes away next year. And then what is it? Super Mario 35 will be launched on October 1st um, on the Nintendo Online Exclusive and also disappear March 31st, 2021. Um, and I think the other games uh, are fine. I think the other games you, you just keep forever. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, let's, I guess we can do a really like quick game time, like a two minute sure. time or something. Uh, let's do... Here's a fun one. I'm going to pull up the list of all Super Mario games. Actually, I'm not going to do that. Uh, choose a game series. Uh, you mean a like franchise? Yeah, a big franchise, not just a okay. small one. Oh, okay. Like as big as Mega Man. Uh, Pokemon? Oh, gosh. Okay. Oh, sure God. So, no, because I would be horrible. <laughs> I guess you are the Pokemon. I only stopped with like second generation. No, these are going to be the game names. I'm going to do a... Kind of like a heads up style, but tell you the give, give you clues on the name of the games. Sure, let's try it. Let's see how far we can go. It's not gonna be very far. <laughs> All right, let me start my timer. But let me uh, just give me a minute. I'm gonna pull up the list. The list is insanely a lot. Oh my gosh! I good luck. Yes, because I think big. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, all right, well. Or I mean, we could do Mega Man. You want to do Mega Man? No, no, I already committed. It. Let's do Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, where's my timer? Stopwatch. Okay. Are you yeah. ready? Not mentally, but let's do it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't even. There's so many games. It's like splitting up to different generations. Okay. Um. Okay, I'm gonna start now. Okay. Uh, this is a handheld game that is based on two very simple colors. The simplest uh, colors you can think of. Red. The simplest white. colors you can think of. White. And. Black. Yes, black it's and black and white. Uh, next yeah. one is, uh, this is based on celestial things in the sky. Oh, God. Uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon. Yes. Uh, wow, that's good. Uh, this one is about trying to tell these creatures to, let, you know, go somewhere with, oh, man, I said go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, this one is, uh, one is, uh, the, the elements, uh, the, the, the elements, yeah, the earth, earthly elements. Early elements. Oh, gosh. So, uh, it, Pokemon Green. No, it's not Earth Element. Water and fire, fire and water. Okay, you got fire. Okay, fire and. Okay, fire and leaf. No. Yes. Yes. Oh, is, is it? <laughs> yes, really? fire red and leaf green. Okay. Um, oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's okay. see. What about the very like high cost elements? Very high expensive cost. elements. Uh, sapphire and ruby? No. Oh, I mean, that is... Okay, I'll give it to you, but I was going for gold and silver. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. What is the... That... Oh, gosh. Uh, okay, what about um, a Zelda-ish name? Uh, Link. Uh, you you or... attack with something and you block with something. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yes, and it's time. Wow, that was pretty good. Oh, okay. that was stressful. I didn't even like give you any of the spin-offs. I just gave you the main series games. Good, good, because I didn't know any of the spin-offs. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a uh, was it um, the, the photo one, like the snap? oh Pokemon Snap. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was wondering if you're gonna go into that route or not. That's because that's the only one I know. That stadium. Oh, okay. Oh, Safari. Yeah. Safari. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Okay. So let me see. What can I do with mine? Do you have a franchise for me? 
you want me to choose for you or yeah well you could yeah try choosing for me something i might know no mortal combat because i know everything <laughs> yeah i was gonna say like i'm not gonna choose mortal combat let's see i'll choose something that's a little bit off i guess uh let's see uh well you know street fighter as much as mortal combat right uh uh and not as much so but there's not a lot of street fighter i mean you besides... could do spinoffs too Okay, I'll, I'll try. Let's see if I, I could let me see a series really quick. Uh, or you could also do series in which Street Fighter characters are in. Like, yeah, that, that's what I'm trying to see right now. Is uh, what what games they might be in? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, do that because <laughs> the Capcom games have very difficult, challenging names to remember. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and I'm not gonna tell you like it's no Tony. It's not Street Fighter Two. It's Street Fighter Three or Four. Even though they're they're vastly different, <laughs> but I mean, like Street Fighter Two and Street Fighter Two Turbo. Yeah, which is fine. You could do that because then no. it's it's challenging. I like. Okay, that. okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's like Street Fighter. Uh, let's go Street Fighter then, and then. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to remember the other ones. One minute. Uh, and you can also include all the versus fighting series too. Yeah, that's why I plan to do. Uh, <laughs> How about all Capcom fighting games? <laughs> I mean, if you want to, I can. Uh, no, I'll just keep it okay. for now. <laughs> Capcom is over too much. All right, all right. Let's see. Um, hold on, sorry. Uh, where's the wiki? Oh, I thought you were saying, like, where's the wiki as a name of a Street Fighter game? <laughs> it might be. Super Street Fighter 2, where's the wiki? <laughs> <laughs> the Mugen version. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. Let me, sorry, let me find out who this uh, character is really quick. I don't Did you say Rufus? No. Oh, <laughs> you said, let me find out Rufus. No, let, let, let me find out who, who this. Oh, okay. Who this? Because Rufus is a Street Fighter character. Oh, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Uh, let me see. What is that? Uh, wait, I'm just trying to find the name of this character. Um, because I don't. I know what they look like. I still know the name of the character. What what they are. So my wife just came in and told me she killed a cockroach that's like the size of your entire pinky. Did she say thank you? Or did she say you're welcome? And then just leave out and just walk away. She frowned and then she showed the uh her pinky her finger size and then she held the swatter, she frowned and then she walked out. Oh, I bet she did it with her hands. Dang. Uh, no. hardcore. Uh Okay, I am ready. Okay, timer has started. All right, uh, this series included uh, other characters that also include my favorite character in it. Oh, I don't know your favorite character. Um, oh, oh, you mean Mega Man? Oh, okay, is it the uh, Marvelous Capcom? Yes. Okay. Um, this. Okay. The uh, this one has Joe the Condor. In it, Tatsunoko versus Capcom. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, this it was a special version that included Jean-Claude Van Damme. Street Fighter, the movie, the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, I believe uh, Akuma was first introduced into this version. Super Street Fighter Two Turbo. Oh, was he? Okay, cool. It is. <laughs> yeah, that's where he was first from. Okay. Um, let me see. see. 
Uh, it's always super simple. This ver- this version is where uh, the characters are actually in 3D. Oh, Street Fighter EX? No. What else? Oh, Street Fighter 4? Yeah. Okay, Street Fighter EX yeah. was the first time they were in 3D. Oh, okay. Was it? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I meant like, that looked good. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. looked yeah. accurate. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is the kind of like the Tetris version. Puzzle Fighter. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, my God. Uh, this is a... Uh, oh, God. I forgot his name. There's a new uh, animated movie uh, that came out oh, recently, and the fighters from that movie is included in this version. There's a new animated movie that came out recently? Oh, no, trailer. Sorry, trailer for it. Is this the Tekken uh, one? No, not Tekken. Uh, close. Huh. Uh, let's see. Um, it, it is... I don't remember the name. I don't, I'm trying not to give it too much away. Uh, it's another type of fighting game. Or sorry, it's another type of fighting genre that is like Capcom with many uh, characters uh, similar to Street Fighter. Is this Capcom versus SNK? Yeah. Oh, okay. I see what you mean because of the new uh, King of Fighters movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I see. Uh, cool. That's time's up already. Okay. okay. That last just, one was like, huh? Because <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I don't know how to say it without giving away names because the moment I say names, you get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, you know too much about that as well. <laughs> I think the one that I was, um, I, I was not too sure of, but then I knew for sure. It's weird, right? Because I was not too sure of it, but then I knew for sure you would ask, is the Tatsunoku one? Um, yeah, because I'm like, you got that really fast. And I knew yeah. there was a version about it. I just didn't know who the characters were. Yeah. So, because when you said Joe the Condor, my immediate thought was Eagle Riders, which is an old nine, on Channel 9, is an mm-hmm. anime that was dubbed in English. And Eagle Riders, I found out, was actually under Tatsunoko uh, when I first heard oh. Tatsunoko versus Capcom. But Joe the Condor, I didn't know that character. But when you said Condor, I was like, Bird, Eagle Riders, must be Tatsunoko. That's, that was my thought process. <laughs> that, that, that was really good. Yeah, I tried to choose, like, the, I saw, like, the list of names for Tatsunoko, uh, and I was like, I don't know any of these characters, but this one looks like he's very, uh, he, he's very prominent, and he's, like, very well-known, so maybe Tony will know this character. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I've never played that game. I don't know any of the characters on Tatsunoko's side from that game, so. But, um, you know, a long time ago on Channel 9, uh, we watched Dragon Ball Z. Yep. Did you ever watch the anime that appeared after Dragon Ball Z? No, I don't think I did. Or maybe oh. it wasn't like during the, the time that I was watching it. Possibly. No, it was it was during that time. The entire time Dragon Ball Z was on Channel 9, um, it was either preceded or, or followed by Eagle Riders. And that's okay. the only reason why I knew what Eagle Riders was. Uh-huh. But... You know, as a kid, you're watching Dragon Ball for the action, but Eagle Riders was more dramatic. So I was yeah. always pissed off when I, when I saw it because I'm like, this is boring. Like, why do they keep talking? They're not doing anything, you know? Um, so, yeah, well, well, I mean, if you say like it's before uh, Dragon Ball, then most likely because I normally am asleep before then or I would wake up uh, slightly around the same time just to watch it and maybe a few things after, but never before. Yeah, I'm looking at that right now. So, oh, it was adapted by Saban. So it's uh, based on, oh, it is. Okay, so it's based on Gacha Man. So gotcha? let's see, Gacha Man. Is that Tatsunoku? Yeah, so Gacha Man was a Tatsunoko uh, classic series. Oh, that's who it was. Okay, that's his name, Gacha Man. Because I've seen him before. I just never knew who he was. 
Yeah, it's their entire team that kind of like is a group of five or six people that yeah. just wears these eagle-inspired, you know, um, bird costumes. Yeah, bird costumes. So American version, they named it Eagle Riders. Oh, okay. Yep. So that's the reason why I knew Tatsunoku versus Capcom. That was so weird and and out there, but it worked out for you. <laughs> yes, I prepared my whole life for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Wait, is I'm curious. Is there a version out there, Tony, where it's uh, mostly about Dan? Uh, don't think so. I mean, the anime had him as a prominent character. Yeah, I think which I forgot which one, but uh, and in Street Fighter Four's story mode with Dan is pretty funny. But yeah, I don't think there was. I mean, you know the story behind Dan, right? The character? No, I forgot. Oh, they created him to mock uh, King of Fighters. Oh. So look up these two characters. So in in King of Fighters, uh, there's one character called Robert Garcia. So look at him. Look look him up. Robert Garcia. Garcia. Uh-huh. Yeah. And look at his face. Like the yeah, yeah, I see it. Yeah, it's quite yeah. So that's what Dan's face was based off. And then the other character is a Rio. Uh, so R Y O. Oh, I know him. Yeah, Rio Sakazaki. So if you remember his moves. His moves are all short range. It's like fireball is short range. Um, Shoryuken style thing is short range. And his kick oh. is a jump kick three times. Like when you do the hurricane kick move, he actually yeah. jumps towards you and kicks you three times. So those are the exact moves that Dan uses. Oh. Yeah, so they, yep. they mocked uh, King of Fighters by creating Dan and making him like, oh, the strongest ever, but he's doing all these dumb moves that don't work in the Street Fighter world because they're short range. Um, but yeah, that's that's the origin of Dan. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, all this time, I thought he was just like making fun of uh, like a, a, a spoof of uh, Ken and Ryu instead. I mean, I know it's kind of, but it's also like the origin is because of King of Fighters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of cool about that that it just happened to like, coincide with like the the characters of, of Street Fighter. But it's just like yeah. interesting that it's, uh, it's not for that intention. Yeah, I know too much random trivia about like video games. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, oh yeah. The other thing too. Um, do you know who Mr. Karate is? That's familiar. Look him up on um, on uh, King of Fighters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I see it. So Mr. Karate, I think, I think, I don't remember, but I think it's a spoof of uh, Akuma. So they spoof uh, Capcom back. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Karate is like su- supposedly pretty powerful and stuff, but he was wearing this stupid looking mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but isn't like wasn't that a character that wears like a, uh, has some a similar face in Street Fighter? Uh, Akuma, I right? No, like with the the the. Oh, maybe you're talking about um, you're talking about yeah, uh, Ryu and Ken's um master. Master, yeah. Uh, Gaokin, I think. Gaokin, there you go. It's funny, I I said uh, Ryu and Ken's master, and then Ken's name is Ken Masters. (laughs) Uh, Oh, it's just like fusion instead. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of just like spoofing each other, making fun of each other, and stuff like that. Anyway, um, let's move on to the final lap. You have anything to promote? Uh, same as always. Uh, check out our friend Steve at mindfulbrewer.com. Uh, check out my friend Vince if he's still streaming uh, at uh, hypemanvince at everything except for Twitch. All right, cool. Um, and you guys can follow us on on Twitter. Most active on Twitter. We have other social media too, but Twitter is the main one. Um, but yeah, uh, no time for time travel. Signing off. Heard you going more speed. See ya. Bye. I love, I love.